0: Hey, Mavens. Welcome back to the Beauty Mavens Podcast. If you haven't yet, it's about time to join our private Facebook group. Guys, it is so fun to have a platform to hang out with all of our listeners. Our goal is to have a safe space for beauty boss babes to make connections and friendships to build up the beauty industry. So to join, all you got to do is go to facebook.com forward slash Beauty Mavens Podcast and request to join. Don't forget, we're still doing weekly podcast review giveaways, so leave us a five-star review on iTunes with your Instagram handle in the review. That's how we're going to know that it's you, and we're going to pick a winner each week to send some gifts to. In uh, six more weeks, you guys, six freaking weeks, we are holding our first ever Beauty Maven Summit, and I know that this episode is launching on a Tuesday, Tuesday, six weeks before is the cheapest day to buy flights so if you are listening the day that this launches and you want to come to the summit and you have to travel you better buy your flight today because it's going to be the cheapest price so hop on it but this is one of those events that you cannot afford to miss so march 2nd 2019 it's a saturday Tickets are on sale right now for $400 each. The Beauty Maven Summit is a full day hands-on workshop in downtown Salt Lake at Borbolata to help beauty professionals take the next step in their beauty business. We will be finding your why, solidifying your personal brand, and answering every single question that you have. We'll be putting in the work at the summit, grouping up with the other Maven attendees, being led by Maven mentors in the industry to brainstorm, digging deep, sharing your insights, and putting it to work. So head on over to our website, beautymavenscollective.com, click the summit tab on top and buy your tickets, and then book your flight today if you have to and get ready to make the next move in your beauty business. Welcome to the Beauty
1: Mavens podcast. Kristen and Madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals. It's awesome. Interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are. Brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs.
0: Here's your hosts, Kristen DiAleveda and Madison Annis. Today's guest is a proud owner of Lash Effect, an upscale beauty salon in Layton, Utah, specializing in eyelash extensions, full body waxing, airbrush tans, and all things beauty. She entered the industry at the age of 18 when she became a licensed master esthetician. She worked under industry-leading professionals. She concentrates on keeping up with current beauty trends and updated techniques by continuing education, networking, building her business, and attending beauty workshops. Trained and educated, she now strives to train and mentor young entrepreneurs looking to further their passions and goals. Married with a six-month-old baby boy and enjoys spending time with family and taking time away from the salon, she is an avid Justin Bieber fan, foodie, and traveler. Here is Rachel
1: Balderston. Hey, you guys. I'm so excited to be here. We are so so excited. excited.
2: We've been picking her brain off mic, so we were like, okay, we've got to turn the mics on because...
1: And let's get to it.
2: So much good stuff. (laughs) Before we do it, we've got to do our high lows. So we're going to share our top moment for the week and the lowest moment. Do you want to start, Kristen?
0: (laughs) Yeah, let's go quick. Okay. My high, I just got my lashes filled. It's the best feeling in the world. It was even just like a quick 30-minute fill, but I always feel amazing after, like way better. So that's my high. My low is all of the companies that we retail did their like 2019 price increase, which is great. But now we have to reprice everything on our shelves and it's been such a pain in the butt. No, that was my low. We still have a huge box like hidden under this bed that we need to price.
2: Yeah, my high is that today, um, is Monday, which is the Bachelor, <laughs> and uh, I had a client at five at six o'clock, so I was gonna get to over at seven. Um, and I live in Ogden, so it's a 40 minute drive, so I was gonna miss half of the Bachelor. And she called today to reschedule. I was like, so happy. I'm like, yay! I gotta watch The Bachelor. My low is that. Well, this is not a low. It's a high. We hired a nail girl, and we're so excited for her to come. But the low is that she's commissioned, so we have to provide all her product, and we don't have nail girls. So now we are. We gotta buy desk, chairs, lights, drill, a colors, colors. <laughs> so we're gonna. It's be a, a big investment. investment. But hopefully it'll be worth it. And hopefully you can get some tips from you because you have so many commissioned employees. So, yeah, that's like two highs
1: and all. <laughs> Whatever. about you? Um, Okay, I'm going to start with my low. I had the worst morning today. It was just so crazy. Everything that was supposed to go right totally went wrong. Um, I was getting my makeup done and I was late for that appointment and I hit traffic and like have the worst road rage too. So just getting there. But my high was I got my makeup done. We had family pictures today, which was so fun. So I got my makeup done for that and yeah, my little boy beautiful. is six months. So it was just cute to get pictures done and make memories. So, so hey, your makeup is so pretty. She does a good job. You guys. Who did it? Her name's Jill. Jill Peterson. Shout her out. She is the bomb She's for any occasion. Wedding just family pictures anything if i'm doing anything special i'm always like jill can i <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's so busy too but she does she does a great job of working in and getting stuff done so check out her page i think it's shield peterson makeup she, is it the beauty lab is that what it's called yeah 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 she
0: does a great job okay cool okay we need to know your story and how you got to this point where you're owning this very <laughs> successful salon just Tell us your whole
2: story.
1: Okay. So when I was in 11th grade, we, me and a few friends went down to Orem to a concert and we had some time to kill. So we were at the mall and this cute lady came up to us and was like, you guys are so cute. Do you guys live down here? Do you need a job? She's like, I'm looking for receptionists. So I'm like, me and my girlfriends were, um, I'm like, no, we don't live down here. We actually live an hour and a half away. So it'd be kind of crazy. Well, she's like, well, if you ever in the area come by, we have a cute boutique. So she gave us all of her card and kind of went on our way. So a year later, I was cleaning out my car and I found her card and it said master esthetician. And I was like, what the heck is that? I run inside, I Google it, um, and I was like, this is it. This is totally what I want to do. I was just going into my senior year. um, And so I started scouting out schools. It was so weird because none of the schools wanted to accept me just for aesthetics. They were like, do hair. Do hair because you can get credit for being in school. Um, and then you still learn a little bit of the aesthetic side. And I just knew that I didn't want to do hair. I still can't even do my hair today. But, um, <laughs> so I finally found a school after three schools that were like, no, we'd prefer you. I was just young. And I think aesthetic aesthetics at the time just wasn't the huge a thing. big thing. Yeah. So um, finally I found a school that was like, sure, you're going to be the youngest one in the class. But if you want to start, we can't do it during your school hours. And I totally knew that. So, of course, I did high school during the day and did aesthetic school at night and graduated around the same time I graduated as at my senior year. Um, so smart. I wish I would have been that and it was so fun. I think like going to aesthetic school was so fun. So it didn't like seem like school or anything extra to me. Um, so at that point I, my girlfriends were going to college. So we did end up back down in Utah County for college. And I was like, what the heck, I'm going to walk into this salon and see if she's hiring might as well. So I walked in, it was a Monday. Their salon was actually closed for a training and I walked in and I just knew that's where I wanted to be. It was, I walked in, I felt inspired. I. Everybody around me was so kind. They stopped their training. She gave me a tour of the salon. Um, everybody was so kind. And I was like, yep, this is it. This is where I want to be. Um, so probably a couple days later, she gave me a call and said, we're not actually hiring for aesthetics, but I do need a receptionist. So I took it as like getting my foot in the door. Um... And so I started receptioning, which I actually think was super great for me to reception at the salon. I learned a lot through that. I was able to watch these experienced lash artists and techs kind of grow their business and see how they rebooked. Um, then I got an opportunity to move to Arizona to work under a doctor. So of course thinking that was like the next best thing I did that for about a year, um, family called me back and I think I just knew that I needed to be back in Utah. So I did end up back in Utah County asking for my job back and it mm-hmm. actually ended up being perfect timing. I the day I walked in, they had an esthetician that was leaving. So, um crazy. So, she was like, "Yeah, let's do this. If you want to come back, we'll we'll do, you know, we'll get you in as an uh, esthetician." So, at that time I didn't really know what it entailed. <laughs> she put us through a pretty crazy training program. So, we were training every Monday from about for about two to four hours, depending. I was so young. And so training every Monday so early was like the biggest pain in my butt. I look back now and it was the hugest blessing to get free education like that. But um, she
2: training you on services? And- services,
1: products, customer service, anything you can think of. We were training every single Monday. That's awesome. And if you missed, it was like, you're out of here because there were so many people trying to get in to work at that salon at the time. Um, so, yeah, I was there. Of course, I complained every Monday. And now I look back <laughs> and I'm like, what a stinking blessing. Um. As I continued to work there, I probably worked there a year and I was mediocre. It wasn't great. Um, I did, you know, retain a few clients, but nothing too awesome. And finally, about a year later, she pulled me aside and she's like, going into our next year, we can either like kill this and you can be an amazing artist, slash artist, whatever you want to be. Um, Actually, at the time, I was specializing in waxing. So she was like, I can make you the best waxer in town if you want it, or you can do another year just kind of being mediocre. So I went home, and I, like, totally took that to heart. I was like, gosh, she kind of showed me what I could make if I was doing double of what I was doing then. And I set a goal that I can do this if I, like, really try and, you know, put some oomph into it. At that time, I decided I wasn't going to finish college and just go full ham, if she said was right, if I was going to be making this money, I'm like, okay, I can do this. Well, I go to college if I can be making this money. So for the next year, I kicked butt. I listened to everything she said. I took every advice. I shadowed everybody there that was, you know, killing it. Um, a year after that, I was managing. I, she, uh, I started managing our aesthetic team, which was probably maybe 15 girls. I took on the nail team, which was probably another five girls. By the end of the year, I was probably managing a team of 45 and still taking clients, um. So I did that for a couple of years which was super awesome. I learned a lot. I was able to travel with that team and you know, a ton of business classes, ton of retail classes, things like that. Um and then shortly after it's just me and my sister. She just had a baby and we're from Davis County. So I felt that it was time that I go home. Um and be with him. I didn't want to miss out on that time in his life. So I came back to my little area in Davis County and I was looking for a job, and I did not walk into one place where I felt that enthusiasm, mm-hmm. that like inspiration. So I was like, I mean, after searching high and low, I knew I didn't want to drive so many miles. I knew I wanted to stay close to family. I was getting more picky, right? Yeah. I was leaving a huge clientele to come up to Davis County. So I'm like, I'm going to be choosy on where I'm at. And I wanted to be close to family. That was, you know, something I valued at the time. And so, um, uh, a location fell into my lap, kind of bigger than I expected. It was probably it's probably twelve hundred square feet. Um, so I knew that it wasn't just gonna be me. I knew I needed to get people hired and get people hired quick and teach them kind of the things that I have been taught to grow quickly. Um, so I started recruiting um, and not by like recruiting through other salons. I wasn't doing that, just recruiting people that I knew were doing lashes kind of as a side gig too. yeah, working careers during the day and kind of doing lashes at night. Um, and I did find one cute gal and I kind of explained to her my situation and I said, you know what, I'm going to be starting over too, but if you can listen to a, what I have to say, I promise I can make you more money than you're making now at your current job. And in a few years, give you some extreme flexibility. Um, she took a huge, huge risk cause she was making pretty good money at the job that she had na- had then. And sure enough, she's still with me today. It's been super awesome. We started in my mom's basement taking clients as our build-out in the salon went down. And the second we got floors and walls up, we were taking clients. Um, like, I remember taking our first couple clients. We didn't even have, like, tiles in our ceiling. We were just like, <laughs> close your eyes, <laughs> hurry! Let's get lashes on you. So that's kind of how I started. Like I said, she's still with me today. She's an amazing tech, so... That's great. That is so awesome. Yeah, that's very long story
2: inspiring.
0: No, to to oh, where I
1: am now, but so glad you shared all the
2: details. How
0: long ago was that? How long have you guys been together? How long have you owned on salon?
1: Okay, so we're coming on four and a half years in February. Wow. So we've been open a while. Um Yeah, she's been with me from the very beginning. I do have a few girls that have been with me for the very beginning, but she's been with me from like day one. So she's seen it all and been through it all. We've had our highs and lows together, and she's like just stuck through and solid. But like I said, she's killing it and doing her thing. She went from working obviously full-time. I think that's one thing that people have to realize. And that I told her from the very beginning, I'm like, you're going to have to give me a ton of time to build your clientele and open your books up to be super flexible for people. Um, but I said, if, if you do the hustle the right way and kind of listen to some steps that I have to show you, I promise, you know, in a couple of years, you'll be killing it and working part of the time. So she does, does have a little girl and she works probably two days a week and is just great. Provides a great income for her and her family. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: So what's the secret to building this team and getting them to stay with you?
1: Oh my gosh. Is there a secret? (laughs) I really feel super fortunate. Um, we've had to weed out a few bad beans for sure. (laughs) Um, but I need people who are on board and want to be successful. If you don't want to be successful and make money, we're just not the right fit. So I'm really honest with you up front that, if we don't want the same things, it's not going to work out for either of us. Um, And that's what somebody, like I said, that's what my mentor told me in the back. Like we can be media or back in the day, we can be mediocre. Or if you give me a year to like kick ass, we can totally do it. So that's been great. (laughs) So you got to want it. (laughs) You got to want it. And I can help you get there. Yes. And I can help you get there. I love that. But it takes a lot of time. You guys know that it takes a lot of time and a lot of energy. And I tell the girls, um, if you want to make $20,000, this is what you do if you want to make fifty thousand dollars this is what you do if you want to make a hundred thousand dollars what would you do to make a hundred thousand dollars right are you going to show up every day are you going to write in your client notes are you just going to come in whenever you want leave whenever you want call in sick move clients around there's a lot that goes into that too so yeah
0: do you have any like non-negotiable rules like no moving clients or anything like that
1: at your salon I tell my girl, again, it's, I have to have employees that are on the same page as me. If you're moving clients, your clients eventually kind of get fed up with it. Um, and it falls back on them. Obviously it looks back for lash, like looks bad on lash effect, but if I'm training them properly, they know that it's not okay to always move your clients. Mm -hmm. There's always like certain circumstances that kind of fall into that. But I mean, there's a system to everything, right? My receptionist write me a nightly email reporting everything. I mean, I have like certain questions that I ask, but pretty much reporting on everything that is done. So if they think that they're going to, I'm not going to notice, it doesn't quite happen that way, if that makes sense. So if they say, hey, receptionist, will you move to my clients? Um, Because I want to go do something. (laughs) Mm. Um, They have to write that in their email. Like so-and-so made me move my client, made me move their, or asked me to move their clients for this reason. But most of the time, the girls were clear with me first, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. So I usually know it's coming. There are a few times that, you know, girls try to get get around it. (laughs) They try to get tricky. Um, my biggest concern is that our guests are getting taken care of. So I tell the girls that it's okay if you have a last minute vacation coming up, but you need to reach out to your guests and get them accommodated. If that means you have to come in a day early, if that means you have to stay a little late one night, um, you need to, you know, take care of your guests that way. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, My big non-negotiable is we do not do drama at my salon. It's uncalled for. (laughs) Um, It's not acceptable. It's... It isn't... We just don't tolerate it. That's just plain blank. If there is drama, it usually isn't a good fit for you at Lash Effect. Um, You weed yourself out pretty quickly. If you're negative, again, it's so funny how one negative person can bring down your whole team. So, it just... They weed themselves out pretty Mm -hmm. quickly. Yeah. Especially if you see somebody else succeeding... And you're like bugged about it again it's just probably not the right fit I'm all about the team helping each other succeed and I tell my girls that if they're not building quick enough or they're not if they're feeling stagnant I always look at how they're playing as a team because if they're feeling like oh she stole my client or oh um you know she's doing more than I'm doing and why is she getting more clients than I am I'm like are you playing as a team once they switch their mindset pretty quick they start building quicker it's funny how just being positive can totally turn that around for someone yeah that's awesome
2: so what are some of your tips for helping because you have how many
1: girls on your team okay so I have a team of 15 and tips for for helping them fill
2: all of their books their books
1: keeping all their books full yes. and keeping the money coming in my thing is customer service 110 percent my biggest thing that I tell my girls constantly is is like, for me, for example, I don't do the best lashes. I totally am not the best lash tech out there, um, but I can relate to my clients and I am making sure that they are getting an incredible experience from that second they walk into the door till they lay down on my bed till they leave. Um, I give little examples on the other day, I went and got a massage and I got in there and I said, I'm gonna run to the bathroom before we start um, start the massage. She goes, okay, the bathroom's down the hall. And I was like, down the hall, okay. All right. So I'm like wandering down the hall. I have no idea what the bathroom is. Our salon is 1,200 feet. It's tiny. And I still make those girls walk their clients to the bathroom. It's taking the extra step to make sure that these clients are totally getting an amazing experience from start to finish. That goes into my recep- uh, yeah, my receptionist as well. They have to be on board and top notch. And I think that's how we have grown our business. All through word of mouth. Um, we have... Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> that is so cool. I'm trying to that's something else. To
2: no, that's cool that you've been able to build it without Instagram because I feel like
1: no Instagram. But this year, you guys, I promise. I mean, like talk about it now because <laughs> I am going to hit Instagram hard this year. It's like my to do list. It's my You're gonna kill it. It's my 2019 goal. <laughs> good. That's a good goal.
2: <laughs> so, why did you choose commission only for your girls?
1: That's another thing. I think people always talk, what's better, booth rent or commission? Um, I, uh, personally, it worked best for me. Mm-hmm. I had come from a commission salon um, in the past. I saw how it was ran. I knew that I was going to be able to put in the hard work for a couple years and then have my systems in place, have my trainings in place as the girls kind of come in that are new. Um And then I can kind of me personally step back and let that kind of run itself. So for where I'm at in my business, I felt like it personally just worked best for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I see a lot of other people succeeding, doing different things, and they're just at a different place, if that makes sense. So for where I was at mentally, emotionally, physically, I knew I can do the hustle really hard and really great for those two years to have a payoff in the years to come.
0: So you're, are you doing lashes right now or no?
1: Oh my gosh, I am. I'm doing lashes and it's extremely hard because this year I will be phasing that out completely and really focusing on my team this year. I want to grow these girls and make sure that they are top notch for whatever life brings them, if it's staying a lash effect or not. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that they have the tools to grow just like somebody did for me. Somebody pulled me aside and said, listen, you can do this and I want to be that one person for them um so yes I'm slowly gonna start weaning out lashes completely um and start kind of doing more of a mentor mentorship thing so that'll be That's awesome crazy. for your team uh, though oh so great give them all my time I think sometimes it's not fair when I'm lashing all day and they might need me so I just want to be there for them to coach them through in the moment I think totally plays a big role of that you know when they check somebody out and I could have been like okay now that she's gone let's talk about what you could have said could have done differently Mm -hmm. things like that just in the moment to help them pick apart and grow a little bit quicker so that's so good that's crazy that's good good stuff (laughs) How does your team do at
0: selling retail? Does everybody sell? or there's some girls that don't sell as much? Or? Okay.
1: So I have to say that my team probably lacks in the retail department. That's another thing that we're going to be like hitting hard in 2019. We have super cute clothes. They sell themselves. I'll be honest with you. Um, our product sells themselves. Um, so I feel like their sales have come really easy. Uh, especially because when you're waiting, right when you walk into the salon, you're sitting right in my boutique. Mm-hmm. So there's not a ton more to do than sit and shop. Right. So it's cute stuff. It's easy to grab this or grab a shirt. Um, and so other than that, they do pretty well. But like I said, I feel like those clothes and things sell themselves. So this year we'll be having a little bit more training on the retail aspect of it. I think I've been so focused on making sure their books are filled and how, you know, to retain those clients I am all about the customer service. I promise you, rather than anything else, that makes a huge difference in my salon, at least. I've seen so much more growth just from the customer service. I get clients coming in saying, oh, is this so-and-so receptionist here? Because you know they come in, they look forward to seeing that receptionist. Um, So yes, so this year we'll be working a little bit better on selling more specific retail, if that makes sense, rather than just kind of clothing on clothes sell and Mm -hmm. things like that. so. So if you could give someone like...
2: I don't know, three to five things that they could do to up their customer service game or something
1: that you teach your employees. Yeah. Teach my employees. Always call your, your guest. I always call them our guests, not our clients. To me, a guest comes back. If I talk about a guest in my home, I'm going to want my guest to come back. Right. Mm -hmm. If it's just like a random person, I don't want them to come back. If it's a solicitor, I don't want them to go back. But if it's a guest, I want my guest to come back. So I tell them that make sure that we're referring to them as our guests. These people, we want to re invite back into our salon Um, Calling them by their first name is huge. Make sure you know who your clients are. Make sure you know their first name. Sometimes it does get busy and we are seeing new clients. Um, Introduce yourself from... I'm sorry, I'm like walking through the like introducing yourself process. Introduce yourself. Make sure you're calling them by their first name. I always do the 80-20 rule. 80% your clients, 20% about yourself. Make sure you follow that rule. It gets so easy to start talking all about yourself and kind of avoiding your client, but you want to build these relationships with your clients. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's super valuable to make sure that you are asking your client questions, asking them about their kids and what they do. Um, I always love my client notes. That would be my next thing. Client notes are huge. Um, Take two minutes after each guest to write down something that you remember their kids' names, that they're going to Hawaii next weekend. So when you see them next, you can pull up your notes and be like, how was Hawaii? That's so great. That's what we do. And it is so helpful. People are, they love it. They're like, how did you remember? Oh my gosh. And you're like, yes. I care about you. Yes. um, And like I said, if they ask where the restroom is, walk them to the restroom. It's something so easy. Rather than just saying, it's down the hall, to the right. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm trying to think what else, <laughs> but client notes, my 80, 20% rule, um, I'm trying to think. Thank you cards. You guys, I am all about these personal thank you cards. Every time you see a new guest, I totally expect my girls to be writing a thank you card. Personalized, write their name on it or have your own handwriting. I think that goes a long way. We have, we, we serve a, an older clientele. So that, to them, is like magical. They got a personal card in the mail that says, Thanks for seeing us. Hope you're enjoying your lashes. We put another business card in there with their appointment time so they don't forget. But also, I think it's planting a seed. You know, that that card is laying around now. You know, their business card when they open that. So it's great. Um And of course, when you send them on their way, make sure that they have everything they need. Do they have a lash brush? Are they being educated on how to clean their lashes? We give all of our first time clients, um, like a lash goodie bag comes Mm -hmm. with a cleanser, comes with a lash brush, comes with an aftercare card, little treats, but little things like that, I think, set us apart. I also tell the girls we use these bolsters under people's knees. Mm-hmm. Tell your client go out of the way to make sure they're comfortable. Does that feel okay under your knees? There's a minky at the bottom of the bed. If you get cold, let me know. Checking on your client throughout the appointment. How are you doing? You feeling comfortable? You okay? Um, so I just think taking the extra steps sometimes might seem a little annoying because sometimes we get caught up in a busy day. But going out of the way, out of your way, I think, makes a huge. A huge difference when you're trying to retain clients or build a clientele. Um, I think you guys have said this before. It's like, what are you doing for each client? Sometimes I think we're so worried about getting our books filled when we really should just be focusing on the clients. Mm-hmm. That we we have already now. have. Yeah. yeah. And, and treating totally them like 110% every time. And I tell the girls, if it's one time that you're not treating them like 110%, they start to notice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, we always talk about, you know, how expensive a service is. So I always challenge my girls to go out somewhere else and get a service done, pay good money to get any service done. If it's a facial, if it's micro needling, um, and see what you expect. I think in the beauty industry we get to do stuff on each other and we get to trade, right? It's for free or it's, you know, we'll tip each other, whatever it is. But I always tell the girls, have you ever paid a hundred dollars to go get your lashes done somewhere? What would you expect if you paid $100? You know what I mean? So I have had sent a few girls out to get pedicures and things like that just to come back and report how the customer service was. And they notice quick things right off the back. Like one girl got a pedicure and the lady's like, okay, you can go up front to check out. And I always tell the girls, take the time to walk the guest up to the front desk. We are Mm -hmm. commissioned, right? So Mm -hmm. we have our receptionists who like do all the rebooking, but walk the guest all the way up to the front desk. Just don't piece them out the door and say, see you later. Yeah. Um, But yes, a huge challenge would be go get a service done. Go pay full price for a service, a good service that's going to cost you a little bit of money and see what you expect.
0: That is a really good advice. I actually, when we were in Hawaii, I went and got a pedicure, and I picked up on a few things that I called Maddie after, and I was like, there's things that, we're, that they did not do, that we're doing, that we need to change. And one of the things was, I didn't know the girl's name, and I think a lot of the times I do introduce myself, but there's a lot of times that I forget, because I think, oh, they've been here before, they know who I am, whatever. So I was like, okay, number one, I will never not tell someone my name again, because the whole time I was like what's your freaking name? But I didn't want to ask her. Mm-hmm. And then number two is I was like, I wish she would offer me a drink. She offered me one at the very end, like right when I was finished. So I was like, okay, I got to remember to offer every single person a drink as they walk in. And then the other thing was, it was same thing. You can just go to the front and check out. And I was like, okay, are my right. toes dry yet?
1: Like, you don't know. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So it's funny how just tiny little things, but if you're on board with 10 tiny little things, I would pay 100 bucks, Easy. Oh, yeah. If, if I came in here and somebody offered me a water, you know what I mean? Like, this, 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 and this, and it was on cue. Easy. And I don't feel guilty. Yeah. Today, I had the most wonderful experience with Jill. She meets me up at the front desk. She takes me back. She showed me. I've never been there before. She gave me a little tour. That was great. I was like, we're best friends. You know, we're friends. She didn't have to do that for me, but she totally took the time out of her day to do that. And I was running late. And so that's so annoying when you run late for appointments. So she was being extra sweet for me running as late (laughs) as I was today. But
0: those are really good tips. Okay. So with such a huge team, how do you make sure that everybody's on the same page? Do you have like monthly
1: trainings? Yes. It's actually really hard. Um, but I do, I try to plan a staff meeting monthly. Um, And I do make them mandatory. I want my whole team to be there to get on my same vibe. I do send out a lot of text messages, but sometimes I might come across not as serious as I mean. Yeah. um, Or different things like that. So, yes, monthly. And I tell the girls, how bad do you want it? Like, you have to go out and get it. I am full of resources. Um, I specialized in waxing for years. So, if you want to come to me and say, I need help with brow waxing, I need you to approach me first. I want to teach these girls to stand on their own two feet, especially being commissioned. I think sometimes you can get babied a little bit, right? But I want to teach them that if they want something, they need to go get it. Come Mm -hmm. to me. Ask me. Let's set up a training, me and you. So in my staff meetings, I'm always reminding them that that's an option. If you come to me, I am more than willing to help you. Um, But you have to ask for it. I'm not just going to come and give it to you. And know even what you want. Totally. Exactly. What do you want to excel at? Is it, are you feeling not confident in brow waxes? Let me help you do that. Um, So yes, mandatory staff meetings. We do, we do have quarterly trainings depending on if there's like a new technique coming out or something like that. Um, That's a great part of working in our team environment. The girls definitely bounce off one another too. You Mm -hmm. know, learning, educating each other, asking questions, which is great as well.
0: So if they wanted to go take like an extra lash class, is that something that lash effect pays for or are they on their own to do that?
1: So most of the time, lash effect will pay for that. Yep. I value that. And my employees, I want to make sure that they're up to date. There's are, there are always variables. You know, if you're not giving me 110%, I'm not going to send you to a lash class. And I'm, I'm more than honest with you. I'm not going to make you feel bad, but I'm Mm going to be, I'm like, I'm going to say, Hey, I feel like you're giving me 50%. You've called in sick. You've had to move a few clients around. Um, I just don't feel like you are on your A game, so I'm not going to do that for you. But if you are showing up, hustling, kicking butt every single day, heck yeah, I will send you. I want to train you. I want you to come back. So then they'll come back and obviously teach my girls what they've learned and things like that. So that's great too. Gives the opportunity for the other girls to kind of catch up on some learning there too.
0: Yeah. So as commission, our... Do they have, like, an hourly schedule that they have to be at during those hours, or do they only show up when they have clients?
1: Yes. Okay, so I'm a huge fan of telling the girls, one of my building techniques is you have to give me time. Um, I feel like in my past experiences, the people that have given time at the very beginning and might have had open books end up building quickest. Sometimes I see people who will not have any clientele at all want to work two days, build their two days and then take on that third day. Mm -hmm. I have in my personal experience have never seen that work great or very quickly, if that makes sense. Um, So I I tell the girls that you need to be here and be flexible if you want to build. If you don't want to build quickly, we're probably not the right match. Um, So we kind of have to make sure that we're on the same page there. And that goes through my whole hiring process as well. Because, like I said, I, I need you to give a little bit of time at the beginning. And for my texts that are the most busy, it's it's very clear. I have, you know, a handful of texts that are super busy, hard to get into, but, um, but have put in the time. Come in, had long days, slow appointments, come in for one appointment. I always tell my girls, like, what are you doing on your downtime? If you don't have any appointments, what are you doing on your downtime? Are you practicing your fans? Are you writing your client notes? Could you be writing a thank you note? Could you be checking your notes to see who you haven't seen in six months just to say, hey, miss you if you'd love to come in? Mm-hmm. Um, so different things like that. But like I said, if they leave, we do give them a 30-minute window to get back if a client books, if that answers your question. Yeah.
0: So they could like go to lunch, but then if somebody walks in, you just call them and they have to be there within 30, within minutes. 30 minutes. I think that's a good rule. Yeah, I
1: yeah. I So it's kind of on them. How busy do you want to be? How busy do you want to be? And you like better I said, be here. <laughs> I need them to be here, right? For me to succeed, for them to succeed, for our guests to, reach, uh, to stay happy. I have like a triangle effect, right? So lash effect, my employees and our guests. If something's off, like our triangle's kind of falling apart, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have to make sure we're all on the same page to make this perfect triangle or it just doesn't work and you just aren't a great employee for lash effect. And that's okay. You'll probably succeed somewhere else, but... For lash effect, I need you to kind of hit all these requirements. That's awesome that you have all this down to T. I don't. I don't. And I'm still learning (sighs) and I'm still going and trying to train my girls too to, you know, be the best and be better and different things like that. But my biggest, um, I tell the girls too, I have a lot of girls that are kind of on this verge of having too many clients where they want to stop taking clients. One of my biggest things that I try to tell them is, I think for older stylists, we start getting overwhelmed if we have more people on our books and we're, we're done taking clients. So I think we see a lot of, or I personally have seen a lot of people who are like, just so everybody knows I'm not taking any more clients. You know, they'll post that on their social media or things like that. And I tell my girls that is maybe like one of the biggest mistakes they can make. Um, only from personal experience. I did that. Um, when I was at the peak of my career taking clients and building my clientele, I wasn't taking any new clients. Um, And life happens really quick. You know what I mean? So I had, you know, four clients that I was seeing every two weeks that were big pain clients that I was doing the works to. And sure enough, one of my client's husbands lost her job. Then my husband lost his job. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, not only am I losing clients now, I had another client who had to pick up and move for her husband's job in two weeks. So I lost her right away. And then I needed to pick up another day. So now I've been telling all these people I'm not taking new clients Mm -hmm. and I'm irrelevant. You know what I mean? All the people that were going to come see me have probably already chosen somewhere else. Yeah. Once
0: you open your books back up, they're not lining up to come sign up. (laughs) Right. So
1: I tell the girls, I said, have a waiting list. That's okay. If you're not taking new clients right now, that's fine. But tell everyone else that you have a waiting list and be so pleasant about it. When somebody reaches out to you and is like, Hey, just let them know that you have a waiting list. And when something opens up you will be the first one for them to call. I just think so quickly, um, I had this Nell nail, this nail gal that I loved so much. Sure enough, I wanted to get into her so bad. She posted she's not taking any more clients. And so I found somebody else. I haven't even thought of her since, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't clicked on her page. Because why would? You know what I mean? Why yeah. would I? Um, and now I've been referring everybody else to somebody else. So I just want my girls to stay relevant and realize that's a huge part of this too. You know, never feel like you are successful At or... At the top, you know, exactly. So mm-hmm. I I really that's like great, that. too. That's so, really And my girls place. are getting there. You know, they, they understand. And I have one of... I overheard one of my employees saying, how did she sneak on my books? How How did she do that? I, I just... I, they know I'm not taking any new clients. So that was a quick, in the moment, let's talk about this. Never do we complain about a client. Because if you're complaining about a Lash Effect client, again, you're not the right fit for Lash Effect. I <laughs> want girls here who are ready to hustle And if you can't do them, somebody else could. So you should have, you know what I mean? There's, there's outlets here, but these clients are paying our bills. Well, Mm -hmm. for the most of us, right? Like we need this as an income. These are, this is my career. So that is a huge role of lash fit too. We do not complain about a single client.
0: So I would love to know
1: your thoughts on a lot of people talk about firing clients. What are your thoughts on that? Okay. firing clients is like a different story. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes we have to for our like mental sanity. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but my biggest thing is, what is your client doing that you haven't explained to them? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, let's say your client is totally showing up 15 minutes late, and you're like, this is just not working for me. <laughs> have you talked to your client about it? Have you sat them down and explained to you that you have a client right after them? Um, I always give my those clients three times. Three times and you're out, and they... On a personal level, if I've been seeing them for a long time, most of these time, these people are my friends, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, now that I've been seeing you two weeks for four years, they should understand that I have, you know, I want to make sure that I'm on time for my next guest to make sure that they're getting as great a service as what they are getting. So, I do. I have, like, really hard conversations with some of these clients, and I would say probably three out of the five on that last conversation totally get it and have never missed an appointment again, and they're always on time. But... So don't be Everyone's so quick fine. to
0: fire. Try and have the conversation yes. with them. There's yeah. probably something that they just aren't
1: getting. Right. Explain to them. If you if, if somebody just realizes what, you know, what we're doing and what it entails, like every minute for us is so valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I am training my girls to say, let's say somebody doesn't show up. That's a huge, right? That's a huge thing. Like if you get a no-show, I don't want to hear about you're not getting your no show. I don't want to hear complain about it because what are you doing in that no show time to make it better for your next three guests? Are you going to target and shopping? Great. That's cool. But if you're complaining about being slow or needing to fill your books when you're on that hour, you better be working on your fans. You better be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's plenty of things that you can be doing in one hour to make sure that your business is succeeding, exceeding as well. That's
0: really good. Good info. Okay, I have one question. I have two questions. How much commission are you paying your girls? Is it like a tiered scale or some? Are they all making 50-50? I don't know.
1: Yes. Okay, so I I am kind of switching my structure up a little bit there's a lot of things that I have them meet and I have them meet it for, let's say three months. And if they're hitting their goals, we'll talk about raising their commission or raising their prices. So you get a raise either way, right? Mm-hmm. You get a raise if I raise your prices or you get a raise if I give your commission. So one of the other is probably suitable for that time. Um, other trainings that I've taken back in different states and business trainings, I, some of the information I got was you probably only want to be raising your prices around once a year. Um, so I want to be careful with my girls too. I want to make sure they're priced correctly for their expertise. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but like I said, if they're kicking butt, so we have like our retail goal, I have pre booking goals, um, client goals and average ticket. Yeah. So if they hit different goals in that area, three months in a row, they can move up.
0: Do you ever move people down? Cause they're not hitting those. Or- oh yeah,
1: Totally. That is, I'm I'm very straightforward with you when you when you walk through my door. If you're not performing, it doesn't make sense for me. Like like I said, I have to be on the. We have to be on the same page. If you're not performing, it doesn't make sense for me to pay you more money if you're gonna give me medi- mediocrity. And if you're not okay with that, that's okay. That's totally fine. You're just not a fit for lash effect. And I think because I have set standards so high. I have retained some incredible employees. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll just take 30 seconds to brag that I truly have incredible employees that come to work, kick butt, do an amazing job. So talented. These girls are like beyond talented. Um, but they know the expectation. So again, like if you're going to need to work hard for three months and then if you want another raise, you're gonna have to work hard for another three months. You know what I mean? It's It's not just, oh, I'm going to diddle around and if I come to work and do this or that, they're, they're having to put in some time to make sure that they're getting a great outcome. Yeah. Um, my max. So this is like kind of tricky, but I am not going to max my girls out. If you want to be a boss babe and you want to show me that you are worth 50% commission, prove it. Let's go. I'm all for it. I'm here to like help you grow and help you succeed. Um, obviously it wouldn't be make, it wouldn't make sense for me to pay hundred percent commission to somebody. You know, right. like at that point I would much just do booth rent, but I tell my girls, I'm not here to max them out. I'm here to help them grow. I want to see them succeed. And if they're giving me 110%, it's showing last effect hundred percent. It is totally worth every penny, penny coming out of my pocket to pay them more. And that's why I think I have kept such a great team. I tell them that up front like if you want it come and get it let's do it that's awesome so we
0: kind of the same way we our max is 60% because I think that's the benefit of having booth renters is because then at that point once we're paying them 60% and they're you know hitting all their goals it's okay you're probably time to do booth rent if you are like so successful you want to make more money let's switch over to booth rent you can make all the money so I feel like that's the benefit okay. of having the both options. Yep. So our max is 60 before, but we're, we're happy to help them transition to booth rent.
1: Me too. hundred percent. Yep. And I think that's another thing. I think people get nervous about that. Like, Oh, I've, I had a few girls come to me like, what if I want to go booth rent? I am. Somebody helped me get to where I am in my career. I just want to do that for one person. I want to show these girls that like we can be powerful. We can bring an income home. Probably mm-hmm. a lot of the time, better than our husbands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doing something we love. Um, I tell them, one of my tips, if you are booth running, is go and look at your salon. I get so many people who will send me resumes who've never been to Lash Effect. Mm-hmm. What if Lash Effect was so gross? And, <laughs> so don't waste your time and don't waste your the manager's time, you know, hiring mm-hmm. too. Go in there. You want to make sure that when you come to work, you're feeling inspired. That you're feeling, like, lucky to be there and... Um, so I tell the girls that like, don't just go apply anywhere when i I teach at school sometimes too. So when I'm at the schools, I tell them, go in, look at these salons before you hand in your resume. We have to expect more from other people in the beauty industry too. We always talk about how saturated Utah is, but if we're so saturated, we should be pumping out some killer salons, mm-hmm. killer booth rent salons, killer commission salons. But we have to reach that, our potential with us girls too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, expecting more when you're going in somewhere, I think is a great tip. When you're looking for booth rent or commission,
0: you are blowing mm-hmm. me away with these tips. Yeah, honestly, I'm like,
1: Rachel, thank you so much for coming down here and recording the podcast with us. Where can everyone find you? Okay, so we are at www.utalash.com or on our Instagram is just Utah Lash Effect. Perfect. And you're gonna be more.
2: I'm gonna be on more there. active
1: on my Instagram this year, so you guys will see my face
2: mm-hmm. and see some good tips and tricks coming up. So good. So make sure you check her out, and while you're at it, make sure you check us out on Instagram at Beauty Mavens Collective. And we will see you next week, XO Beauty Mavens.